This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, Eddie Koffeltz. Happy Friday. Annie, happy Friday. Okay, everybody knows it's fake Friday. You're out on tour. So where are you right now in real world, Annie? Uh, In in the real world? I'm Mm -hmm. in my house. Is that what you mean? Okay, I have already messed this up. Where are you on Friday tour, Annie? Oh, Friday tour, Annie, is in Houston, Texas. Hello, Houston. Ooh, I like Houston. Last night, I was in Dallas. Wednesday night, I was in Kansas City. Tomorrow night, I'm in Waco. But tonight is Houston. Is anybody talking about the barbecue tour? Like, are you, you, because to me, when I hear that, a lot of my brother and I have this dream of doing a barbecue road trip of America. (gasps) Have we talked about this? Mr. F. Downs and I have the same dream. And my mom and my sisters, we've talked about this. I can't believe you and Uncle Jimmy have the same dream. Dream has been changed. I'd like to go with your dad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Tell me what y'all's dream is, because I wonder how spot similar our two are. We don't have a path, but what we want to do is we want to hit the major barbecue hubs of America and try their best place and taste the differences. So like uh, like South Carolina has a certain kind of like mustardy sauce. Like what's the place that was invented? What's the place in Alabama? What's the place in Austin? You know, we want to yeah. go to the major barbecue hubs of, and of course there's a ton of disagreement about that, but I want to go to the places where like the home of barbecue in 10 different locations. Uh-huh. That's what, that's the barbecue tour I want to do. And great road trip. Listen to music the whole time, etc. What's yeah. your, what's your barbecue road trip? So similar. So similar. Okay. Except okay. I wanted us to get in an RV and do it okay. RV style where we are going everywhere in an RV, going from barbecue place to barbecue place, just like almost like not going, we have to go to this town or this town, but hitting the big hubs, the Kansas cities, the Austins, you know, hitting the big hubs, but also being like, Hey, we saw either on diners, drive-ins and dives or on a website or something. We saw like, uh, best barbecue in 500 miles or something. And so we point toward that. Like we literally build the trip off of barbecue places that are small, local, small town barbecue places. (sighs) How are y'all planning this? I this is exactly what I want to talk about today. How are y'all planning to score this? Uh, we would have no score. We are literally no score. There's there's no because I can't. I don't think barbecue is so subjective to locality. Like to say that there is a best singular barbecue in America is it, like it's impossible. It's only what's the best one to you, which yeah, I guess course. is It'd reason be what's to the score. Best one to you, of course. But I just want to be like, okay, I understand what people mean when they say Texas barbecue. I understand what people mean when they say North Carolina barbecue. I understand, like, I have a good representative sample. Like to me, it's like research of like understanding the map of the different how barbecue has evolved and changed uh, in different places. So oh, to me, wow. that's the win is understanding the cross. <laughs> section of flavor some people are serving cornbread some people are just serving serving like white bread white just white bread a bit alabama white bread and pickles on the side of barbecue see i think it's very fair i think you can come up 
with a, a scoring rubric that is very fair, but also um, it, it's okay that the one that wins across the country is the one you liked the most because, mm-hmm. because atmosphere and, you know, we, me and Eliza used to do tour to taste buds when we traveled, but one of the ways we made it fair is that the atmosphere of the restaurant, that is very easy to, to choose from place to place to place, but you will have a preference, but everybody wants their barbecue restaurants to smell like barbecue full stop. Bingo. I also need my barbecue restaurant to be slightly uncomfortable in that what do you mean? it needs to be, it, it needs to have been, there needs to have been a fire burning since three in the morning uh-huh. that, that they've tried their best to keep it out back yes. and they've tried their best to, but it's a little warm in that room. It's, it's a yes. little smoky in the line to get in. Yes. It's just, you cannot contain, like they have basically barbecued the whole restaurant and they're doing yes. their best to make part of it livable for us. And they're ma- doing their best to make part of it edible for us. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, Eddie. Yes. This is the, uh, this is exactly what I'm saying to you. And chill on the plates and everything. I want three squeezy containers on the table of what you call like your barbecue sauce. Yes. And don't and have a label version. that someone has to tell me. And the yellow one is this, the white, the red bottle is this, and right. the maroon bottle is the sauce we've been yeah. making since 1974. Yeah. Right. You know what it is. Yeah. You just, you have a sense of it. I, and I need, just give me a refill area. I don't want to just sweet tea refills. Like I yes. don't want to do a whole thing. Yes. I don't need, I don't need to necessarily need a waiter. That's not a deal breaker, but we don't need all that. Yeah. No. Nope. I need you to take a picnic situation and put it inside of a building. Uh-huh. And go and let's this go. That's right. This is exactly right. Everything you're saying. No. That's exactly what I want. I want to, and I want to score it. I want inside the RV. I want there to be <laughs> like a scoreboard that every meal we come back in the RV and we we rehash what we just experienced to the nth degree. Yes. Okay. That's why Father's Day this weekend is this weekend. Uh-huh. And I'm being taken for barbecue on Father's Day because I do love barbecue a great deal. Yeah. And we're going to a place in town. And I have a funny story about this place. Okay. Uh, the, it's owned by our friend Adam Brewer. The place is in Gainesville. It's called Adam's Ribs. Adam. Oh, I see what he did there. That's very biblical and funny. Bingo. Yes. So the first time we talked to Adam and said, oh, Adam's Ribs. I get what you did there. That's very biblical and funny. Do you know what Adam's reply was? Huh. I just named it. I'm, I like make really good ribs, and my no. name's Adam. Yes, isn't that the funniest thing, Annie? Oh, like my you gosh. just you did it for me. Yeah, isn't that so funny? He so did not weird. have any idea. I mean, he knew when we did the reference, but right, either right, he was right. joking us, and it's a joke that's lasted 25 years. Yeah, or he was totally he didn't put it all together because it's Adam and he makes great ribs, and he sure does. This is so a what, sponsorship. What <laughs> reverse sponsor? Adam's Ribs in Gainesville, Florida. This is the only place I'd ever tell you to go in Gainesville. Except that marshmallow place. Is, mar- is that marshmallow place in Gainesville? No, that's in Orlando. But okay, also great. you could come over to my house and go swimming. So that's right. Those are the three places that you would you would go. That's right. We but even when you move around, even when y'all move up the East Coast, mm-hmm. I will come visit you in DC. I will come to Adam's Ribs in Gainesville. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I yes. There's a absolutely. barbecue place that is not open anymore, but is about it was twenty five minutes north of my parents' house. And my whole life, they had sawdust on Go the floor. Slow. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I yes, mean, yes. the door had, the hinges were loud. It was a screen door. You pulled yes. it towards you because if you push it, there's sawdust. Ooh, yeah. And and I, 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 nothing made me feel more like 
a kid or more like, like when I think about Friday nights as a kid, I think about the grilled cheese sandwiches at that barbecue place that had Mm -hmm. sawdust on the floor. Oh man. Why did people put sawdust on the floor? Um, you know, for some reason it felt right to have it there until you asked that question. And now I'm starting to try to possibly understand why there were, because it's not like they're doing construction inside. If they are, that's pretty unsanitary. <laughs> but it felt we, very barbecue, right? Like it didn't throw you when I first yeah. told you. No, no, no. It felt like barbecue places are supposed to be, and I mean this with respect to barbecue places, but kind of dirty. They're supposed to be like, kind of dirty. Yes. That's exactly earlier when you said I need them to be a little uncomfortable. I thought you were going to say I need them to be a little dirty. Yeah, but it's not like unsanitary, but it's like you got a big fire going basically all of the time, pretty close to me. You're doing the best you can. Yes. You know, and then you're cutting meat at unbelievable speeds and serving it up. Yeah, I don't know why it's sawdust on the floor. Maybe it was like people's boots, like scraping like the wood floor or something like that. Uh, You and myself and our friend Andy in Nashville went to a barbecue place called Martin's. A couple of, maybe a year and a half ago. And Martin's was very interesting to me because when they opened their Belmont Avenue location, I went like the first week and they Mm -hmm. already had it smelling like it had been there for 30 years. I do wonder if that's not just because the first time you light up that smoker and it smokes for a couple hours, if it's like, okay, done. (laughs) Right? Like... (laughs) Like if you smoked a single cigar inside uh-huh. of your car, I think it uh-huh. would smell like cigar for the entire rest yeah, of its life. Yeah, I think life. you're right. I think you're right. I think they're smoking, maybe, maybe that. Or there's some sort of like uh, Glade plug-in that they have everywhere. It's yeah. Scent yeah, of yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I just, I, I, do you have a favorite barbecue restaurant in the whole world? Yes. And then I also have another barbecue question for you because I realize I think we're going to do an entire 30 minutes on this because this we? Is, we have only just begun. Well, I mean, I love it so much. My mouth is watering and I have a lot of energy around it. Great. Okay. Um, okay. 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 So restaurant versus food is a different thing. So it's oh. hard because rest restaurant, you go, I go nostalgic, right? Okay. Like like Adam's Ribs in Gainesville. Like that's yeah. a very nostalgic place going there. The, you right. know Sonny's Barbecue, the chain? Yeah, of course. The original one is in Gainesville. And <gasps> really? so I didn't know it was a chain when I was here in college. So we oh, would always right. go to the original Sonny's. So there's very a very nostalgic to that chain restaurant. I do not think with respect to Sonny's, that's the best barbecue I've had. Four Rivers in Orlando, very nostalgic. Yes. However, okay, I've been blanking on the name and I'm embarrassed because it's it's in Austin. Everybody goes there. Okay. It's like crazy popular. Oh, boy. I don't know, but I'm about to. You keep talking while I use my yes, tiny computer. Just Austin brisket. That's what you need to. So this was the single greatest, and I mean this without any hesitation, the greatest bite of food I've ever had was. Styles switch barbecue? Nope. We oh are boy. in line at fill in the blank barbecue, and you're just like in like a cafeteria type of line. And the guy who's cutting it is just this super sweet guy. And he's like, how oh, do you want brisket? Do you want this? Like brisket. He's like, you want to give it a try? And he just cuts me off a piece from the end uh-uh. and just hands it to me on a plastic fork. And he, like, it's all three of us, me, sweet, best buddy, Rob, and yeah, Brian. And the three of us were like, it was like one of those moments where you're all kind of like grabbing each other's arms and looking around and you're like, what, how does this happen? What What's happening right now? How is this food? Is this the greatest thing I've ever had? And then it was just an entire meal of like bite, bite, bite. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, 
you know, you don't even talk because it's so right, good. Right, what right. It's it? just that great. You would, you'd think I'd remember the name of the place. I could totally drive I'm there I'm trying so Austin hard, Airport. Eddie, but as I, I mean, I, there are so many, I'm going to go to top rated. There are so many, Style right. Switch Barbecue is the top rated. Franklin, Curlin, yeah. La Barbecue, Franklin. Ironworks. Franklin, Franklin, Franklin. Franklin. Franklin Barbecue. It is on 900, 900 East 11th Street. There's a line. The and you're line right. goes quickly. I see the line. Yep. Wow. And I've never, I, I've, I've never had anything like that in my whole life. Really? I've, I've never had a bite of brisket like that. Sides. Is that whatever, your go-to? Sauces, is brisket? If you're so, when you and Uncle Jimmy go on your yes. tour, are you going to do brisket everywhere? We've talked about this. We believe that we're going to do two things. Uh, Pulled pork, we're going to stay away from. I can do a good pulled <gasps> pork in a. I like pulled pork, but it's not that hard to get right. You could do a good pulled pork for yourself. Oh, that's of a interesting. Crock-pot. That's interesting. Okay, so the the challenge, right? There, there is not a lot of challenge to making good pulled pork in your own life. And I got to just say, people, restaurants make a lot of living on pulled pork. Pulled pork is I fantastic, it. Yeah. but it is not to me the mark of what makes barbecue like a great barbecue place. So right, I think it's two things. Right. One is a brisket. Because a brisket, you got to get the char on the outside just right. You got to get the crust just right. You got to get it cooked inside perfectly. Like there's a lot of complexity to getting a good brisket, and to go from having it smoked in the morning and done hours earlier to in your mouth and still warm and perfect is a real art. Mm, that mm-hmm. and ribs. So I believe what Uncle Jimmy okay. and I would do is split. Yeah. And get a like get a full like split two entrees like a okay. full like a rib. With a bunch of sides that we're excited about, brisket with a bunch of sides we're excited about, and try it all so that we can. I think that's. I think that's where we're at. Because I think you can experience the pulled pork. Here's my thought with you. Well, I'm. Give it to me. I could not agree with you more. I in my heart, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think sides matter to me at barbecue restaurants, and so I I want to try a bunch of the sides, but the one I'm going to stand up to its competitors in each city is like a Brunswick stew. And they're usually inside of a Brunswick stew is some degree of pulled pork. Yes. So you're going to get that. The side for me is going to be greens. Oh, really? Collard greens or turnip greens, depending on where you are and who you are. Right. That's a real mark of, do you know what you're doing? Because Because if it's just like a soupy vinegary mess, you... You have not had like your mom's or your grandma's yeah. collard greens. Yeah, if, if you you're giving no me collard green soup, if you're giving me like a no, soup, no. then then we you you and I aren't on the same page. You may be offering yeah. to your crowd what they want, but I've just come through in my my uh, Winnebago right. trailer thing RV. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah. you're not getting a great score on your greens. Right. If there's not little flecks of meat in every one of my vegetables, yep. I am flipping over that table like Jesus Temple style. Like, what this if- is not <laughs> not acceptable to me. Are you going to judge? Are you going to make space for bread in your body? Bread to me is purely a getting every last morsel of what could be some sort of leftover meat, meat dripping slash barbecue sauce if they use it on the plate. So mm. bread is not a thing I need to eat. It is a thing that helps me not miss any piece of That's that right. at the end. I think I could, for I, me, I, I'm, yeah. if they say to me, we home make this cornbread every morning from a recipe go. we found in 1850, I'm going right. to try that cornbread. But right. if, if they're making Jiffy, which is delicious, I'm not going to use yes. tummy space for that. And if it's white bread, right. I'm not going to use tummy space for that. If it is 
you know, like if it's roles that they did not make, I'm, I'm just not going to use my space for that because mm-hmm. at, at a barbecue restaurant, the thing that we are not mentioning is that when you're done eating, there is a pie there that okay. is unlike any pie you've ever had. It's, yeah, it's too good for this world. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what flavor it is at your barbecue place, but I know that every single barbecue place has somebody making pies Chocolate pie, chest pie, pecan pie, something that I would, I can leave that white bread behind for a piece of pecan pie, pecan pie, as I probably should say. You know that banana, whatever pie that that comes in a casserole dish with the banana pudding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put like different cookies, like on layers of it. Sorry, banana pie that comes in a casserole dish with different cookies? What is happening? I think that's what it's called. (laughs) I think that's what it is. What is going on? It's a very emotional time, Annie. I'm doing my best. <laughs> it's called banana um, pudding, and it has vanilla wafers in it. Um, I'm telling you, sometimes I have that at a restaurant or at a barbecue. Just you know, like at a you going over to somebody's house, right? I mean, good night, moon. That is all I gotta have. Yeah, because there's honestly there's nothing like all that local about mm-hmm. about banana pudding. Like that's they're they're not making their own pudding no. mix. But yeah, not if even they're going to gonna they're scoop not even... that onto my plate, goodbye white bread. Goodbye white bread. Yeah. Because I would and there like... Isn't a... yeah. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And there isn't a banana within 200 miles of any place that sells banana pudding. <laughs> so this hasn't been local for a long time. That's right. That's right. I just imagine that there is... Oh, oh, oh. Macaroni and cheese. Vegetable, not a vegetable. I mean, it can't... It can't possibly be a vegetable. It's a it's bread. It's carb. It's a carbon dairy. I mean, I guess there's I wheat in it at you. its core, but I it hear is you. only a carbo- carbohydrate and dairy. Like anybody that calls it a vegetable. And yet, what list just, is it going to be on at every barbecue place that you and Uncle Jimmy are going to? That me and the Downs are going to go to. What list is it going to be on? Hopefully, it's just a sides. Okay, because that's what Fair. it actually is. Fair. It's it's nothing. It's a side. Yes. And what it actually is, and this is why America is the best is because it's an entree. What we've done is we have taken an entire entree and said, let's make it a side. So oh, it's like ordering so barbecue right. with a quick side of lasagna. We're just as comfortable with macaroni and cheese in that scenario. Wow. But we would say, we would say, oh my gosh, lasagna, that's too unhealthy. You no. are not wrong at all. You are right. not wrong at all. It's us going, give me a slice of cheese lasagna. No meat, hold the meat. Mm-hmm. Can I get a little slice of cheese lasagna as a side? Oh, oh, most American food Eddie. is us justifying doing what we wanted to do. I want to eat cake first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. Ooh, I feel bad about that. Let's have a muffin. Uh, right, 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 same, right, 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 right. It's the same thing, different <laughs> container, same box. Like, there's a lot of ways we do that. And you know what? I don't care because macaroni and cheese is a side. If the macaroni and cheese, now macaroni and cheese, we are close to out of time, is hit and miss. Like, yeah, yeah. Macaroni and cheese, I, I'm probably going to pass on it in every restaurant totally. only because. Totally. You could have bought Stouffer's and mixed it up with some of your own special seasonings and done like a semi-homemade situation, and I don't want to use my life like that. Yeah, yeah. I, Your tummy space theory was everything. Yes. Because this is what you need to think of with any restaurant. If I'm going, even if you're going to, let's say, a great Mexican restaurant, you're there for tacos. If you're going to do a bowl of chips at the beginning, like maybe the chips and salsa are fine, but you've got X number of like square inches inside that belly. Uh-huh. You got to really think about what you want it filled up with. Uh-huh. Macaroni right. and cheese to me is like, 
I'm pretty sure I can make a great macaroni and cheese on my own. I don't need this barbecue place for it. I need them for meat. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But if you and Uncle Eddie aren't careful, you're going to eat way too much meat. <laughs> you're going to have and the meat sweats across America. That is probably just a general rule of life that I should follow. <laughs> hey, if you're not careful, you're going to eat too much meat. I just think I need you to like, I just need you to pick one other side that you're going to judge alongside the banana pudding and the ribs and the brisket and the collard greens. I just need like maybe a corn. I just think you're going to have to go two sides or you're mm-hmm. going to overmeat yourself. I'm going to always veggie side. I'm going to always do the regular amount. I'm not going to do like double brisket. I'm going to do like brisket with two sides. And yeah. it's probably always going to be veggie sides. Oh, good. And then one of the sides will never be bread. If it comes with bread, okay, we'll see. We'll yeah. go on that adventure together. But sure, it's going to sure. be some sort of uh, maybe an okra. Oh. If there's an, if there's an okra in that mix and it looks a like you know what they're doing. Or a which or which kind do you like? I mean, obviously, because I'm American, fried okra yeah. would be the best. Um, but I'm okay with a non-fried one. I treat fried okra like popcorn sometimes. I like it that much. If you told uh, me that I could have, a, that I could go to the movie theater and buy a ticket to see In the Heights, and then mm-hmm. I walked back and I could have a Coke Icy and a tub of okra instead of a tub of popcorn in a heartbeat. Absolutely in a heartbeat. Okay. I, 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 I could not be more with you because it just feels like you're eating a vegetable that's not that bad. Now, uh-huh. I do believe that it is still fried. But I do. It's... Checking some research that I've been doing, it, yes, it's still fried. Yes, that's what I've concluded. Yes. Right. They still, yeah, we're still finding, we're still putting the calories in the vegetables because we're American. But, that's right. That's right. God, who cares in that moment? We're seeing in the heights. We're drinking our Coke Icy. Yes. We are, we're living our life. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Now yeah. you're just making, Ooh, you're, I'm just jonesing for barbecue when I go to Texas. Well, I am in Texas. You've got to. This, but Dallas, oh, I'm gonna have Dallas it, I'm Houston. gonna try to eat it every time. Now I'm get three days I mean, in Texas. And your crew would be so happy. All your oh, little friends. Are, yes, they get. Who doesn't I like to make them happy with some good after show bus food. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. People get real snobby about barbecue. So just be prepared that even if you find the place in Dallas that is widely known as the best place, and someone from your team like Uber eats it to you or drives 30 minutes and gets the, what it, and then you talk about it in the Q and a, they're going to be people that sneer. Even good mm. people get mm. very picky about barbecue. Yeah. Like, I mean, we just did a lot of time on barbecue because we ourselves actually are picky about barbecue. Yes. But I'm saying like people become so brand loyal to a single place. They're like, no, it's better than this place. I'm like, right. Isn't it all serving you it's meat that you fine. didn't make. Yes. It's all giving you, it's all giving you meat that has been cooked since before you woke up. Right, someone while you were still sleeping and snoozing was out there sweating. That's right. That's exactly right. Someone was out there sweating this morning at three a.m. so that you could eat these three slabs of brisket. So, so just be great about it. That's my favorite. What animal does a brisket come from? Is that a cow? Mm Hmm. I mean, to be completely honest, I have no freaking clue. All of a sudden, I'm like, is it cow or pig? I never know. But I think I it's think cow. those are our only two choices in a barbecue place, unless you eat the turkey or a chicken. And I know what animals those come from. <gasps> Eddie, stop it! Oh, Eddie, I learned this weekend why we don't run, why we don't ride on zebras. Do you know why people don't ride on zebras, even though they look just like horses? Uh, yeah, no, I don't. But they're apparently incredibly mischievous. <laughs> like oh, they can't they be trusted. <laughs> 
So if a horse was a little bit sassier, it would have had a completely different evolution? That's right. That's right. If a horse was sassier and zebras were less sassy, we would we would see a world of zebra zebras at dude ranches and zebras yeah. being ridden by people on TV shows instead of horses. Yeah. How about that? Well, I know. Yeah, so it's nothing about their anatomy, right? No. They're strong enough. They nope. could handle Just they could handle it. That's what that's what one person told me on this world. I don't know. We may get. Could you imagine them zebra polo? Like if zebras are made into polo, and then the refs are on them, it's just like red. It's just black and white stripes everywhere. Right. That's it. Exactly. Okay. That was important. That's very interesting. Um, Maybe we should do a quick recap of Tuesday's show, just to say to people: if you did not hear Tuesday's show, you may want to go back and listen. Purely because uh, at next Friday at this time will be our last episode of Annie and Eddie Keep Talking. Mm-hmm. So, so we will do another show Tuesday. We'll do another show Friday. And then that will stop the release of regularly scheduled Tuesday, Friday shows. That's right. And that'll be that. Yeah. Uh, so Tuesday the 25th, our yes. last show, uh, nope, I believe. Not Tuesday is, the 25th, Friday the 25th. Yeah. The, there's no way I'm ever going to get dates right. So yeah. I appreciate you just hopping in there. Yeah, I, I just, I try so hard and I can't do it. I know you do. Thank um, you for trying. <laughs> so Friday the 25th and I think we're going I mean can I can we just plan this out loud right now yeah let's go sometimes we're like oh let's do a gala I just yeah. want to do like two two more shows yeah oh yeah let's I just, just want to do like two, two fun shows. like yeah. regular shows I don't want to have guests on I just want to hang out no it's just us yeah we're finishing out us again as yeah. we said in Tuesday's show that y'all go back and listen to we're ju- we just want to do three more shows so we aren't there's no bad blood mm-hmm. there's no surprises y'all don't know in the negative and there's no surprises you don't know in the positive. Like we're not about to bamboozle you in either way. We're just, we, Eddie, you said it great on Tuesday that we, we have finished a really good thing and it finishes next Friday. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So appreciate everybody listening, continuing to listen. We've got a couple more shows and that'll be that. Yeah. So. All right, Edward. Well, I hope you all have a great weekend. I am. uh, It is one track now from this moment until until the end of father's day until barbecue on Sunday. That is all I'm thinking about is Adam's ribs. Unofficial sponsor of Father's Day. That's right. Well, hey, happy Father's Day. You really are one of the most extraordinary dads I'm friends with. So I'm uh, grateful to get to celebrate you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. It's quite a privilege and good good job all the dads out there. That's right. Um, You're doing a good job. Yeah, they are. Everybody is. Um, All right, friends, go wash your hands and we'll see you back here on Tuesday. All right. Bye, buddies. Bye.